0: Good afternoon. Welcome to um, the podcast. We're here in the lovely Edinburgh again. I'm with Libby. Hello. From P's and G's. Um, and you're also the associate rector. I am indeed. Very different to Paul.
1: Very different. I look slightly different and I'm female and he's
0: yeah, male. Yeah. I was complimenting his haircut when we spoke, but you also have a lovely haircut. His is just a different haircut. It's, it's m- so, Libby, how, how long have you been here for? So, I've been here at
1: P's and G's. Four, four years, nearly exactly four years. Nearly exactly four years, mm-hmm. and
0: during that time, mm-hmm. I have, I have it on good authority, that you've never went across to Glasgow.
1: I well, I've been to Glasgow Green Hockey Centre, and I have been to the Velodrome to watch cycling, and that's it. And they're the only two places I've been to in Glasgow, so I, ha- I can't really say I have properly no, been. No, they to are Glasgow. probably the
0: two most yeah. middle class things you there could you have go. done in Glasgow there you as go. well. There so there we'll need to sort that my out. My
1: family like sport.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, we like sport as well. Yeah. Like, it's called Soccer Hall Street. Okay, yeah, um, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of fun <laughs> games on Socky Hall Street you can watch over the weekend, anyway. Um, so, how did so where are you from originally? I'm or, from
1: Yorkshire.
0: Yorkshire, yeah. Um, I'm noticing well, am noticing
1: everywhere. You've
0: been everywhere, yeah. okay. So, yeah. where did your leadership journey kind of start from? Okay. What, did it, what did it look like? Yeah, yeah.
1: So, I think that I I think I was a, a leader from quite a young age. Okay. Uh, so school with my friends. So uh, the first time somebody went, "You're a leader," mm. is when I gathered a whole load of children from my street, yeah. organized them all, and set up a sticker club in somebody's shed. Is this code for a is garden. this code for a gang? So it was my gang, but we okay. looked, we, we bought stickers, right. stuck them in our sticker um, books. Discuss them, you know. I was like taking yeah. on a journey of discovery. Sure. And yeah. I, I saw, and somebody goes, "Oh my goodness, you're going to be a leader." And I remember, because I was about eleven. Okay. Uh, at the time, and yeah. um, and then in terms of sort of ministry leadership, um, I, when I was 18, I was leading a camp, and uh, became a trustee of a, yeah. of a big uh, sort of camping charity organisation, Christian that ran Christian camps sure. for people who found themselves in really tough places in okay. life. Um, so I was really involved in that, and then went up to uni, led in my Christian union and uh-huh. church stuff, and, and it was then, when I was at uni, that I felt called to full-time Christian ordained ministry. Actually, I felt called to orde- to ministry when I was 17, okay. but never thought it would be ordained ministry, until I had a real sort of mad God calling experience yeah, yeah. at university. Yeah. Um, and then sort of went into denial for a couple of years, uh-huh. Uh, because my response to that was, I'm 22, I am a woman, there weren't many ordained uh, women in the Church of England at the time yeah. uh, that I'd come across. Yeah. Um, the, I was a woman, I was like, I'm cool, I want to live my life, I want to have yeah. fun, I don't want to become a boring old male 40 year old, because that's in my head what yeah. Christian leaders look like, Yeah. Um, and so I'll go and do something else. Uh-huh. God must have got it wrong. Um. But after a couple of years i realized that that was what god wanted me yeah to do and be
0: yeah it's really interesting because i think there definitely is a distinction between ordained and mm. not ordained yeah. um yeah. and i think you drew on a an interesting uh, thing there of being female yeah. and what that looks mm-hmm. like so how did um, what what were the real challenges for you with that were there loads of challenges or was sure. it um
1: the biggest challenge was myself okay um because I because I knew that God had called me to leadership and yeah. because I knew that God had called me to ministry from quite a young age, uh-huh. it was more the challenge was me getting in line with God sure. in terms of what I thought yeah. the great plan was and what God thought the great plan was. Yeah. Um, and so it was bringing me online. In terms of other people and structures and systems, um, I had a remarkably easy journey for okay. a woman at that time because I've been ordained yep. for like you know, so this was you know, twenty three years ago or something. Yeah, all this took place. So you don't look old enough, Libby. Thanks, Des. There you go. Um, and so um, yeah, so I think I, I had lots of really incredible uh, leaders at mm-hmm. the time in the church who um, encouraged me helped me uh, get on the right path, mm-hmm. speak to the right people, find myself in the right places, mm. read the right books, reflect in the right way. And I think all that came together mm. to make actually my journey mm. straightforward. So I was the biggest obstacle, yeah. I think. Sure. Um, and so I found myself at Theological College age 24 in Bristol. Yeah. Um, and, and at that time, there were actually quite a lot of young female ordinance. And it, okay. my year was probably the first year that had mm. happened. Uh, so there were lots there for lots of peers yeah. um, who were sort of like going, all oh, right, we're... we're all and all trying to, to work together.
0: it out together. and Indeed. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Because that's one of the mm. things I found at Bible mm. College was just mm. having so many peers yeah. that are all trying to work stuff out yeah. at the same time, regardless of what your age and stage is outside mm. of college. Yeah. You know, you're all on that journey together.
1: Yeah. And, I'm, and I've always been a bit like... I think my character is. is that, you know, I am who I am and mm-hmm. God has made me who I am. Yeah. And I've, I've never been... Um, responded well to people who have tried to stick me in a box. Sure. And, and I'm just like, yeah, I am who I am. Mm-hmm. So I remember somebody saying to me, for example, once, uh, you're too sort of in your face uh, for anybody to ever want to marry you. Mm. And you know, you're too strong a leader for mm-hmm. somebody to want to marry you. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's not my problem. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. actually. Um, uh, so if I ever meet the right person, mm-hmm. they'll be the right person for me. Tomorrow. regardless and, yeah and yeah. i think that's a bit it doesn't mean that i haven't been open to god shaping me and molding uh-huh. me and making me as we all need to do yeah uh, through our leadership but also i know that god called me yeah not some like pre-packaged version of me
0: yeah yeah and, and i think that is a key part it's something that i certainly i i know myself like you know I, i'm similar to you in a lot of ways i know who i am i know you know, I'm not the perfect article, I'm working on it, Mm -hmm. you know, but Mm -hmm. it's a journey, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I just think it's really, I think it's really encouraging as well to, for you to be so open about that and Mm -hmm. to actually say, I'm not, you know, but Mm -hmm. I I need to change in the process. Do you, um, so quite often I think in Christianity Mm -hmm. and in leadership especially, we can really focus on our weaknesses and really press, spend a lot of our time Mm -hmm. trying to develop our weaknesses rather than celebrating Mm -hmm. our strengths and running with them. I get the impression that that would be your kind of ethos to leadership you kind of know where your weaknesses mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. and then really drive towards mm-hmm. using your strengths and filling in the gaps would yeah, that be fair absolutely. do you think
1: and i think that is somebody asked me about that recently mm. and uh, as you know my mum's just recently died and she was an amazing mm. church leader yep. and and i've just been writing about it actually and the thing i'm going to say at her funeral about how uh, when I was about 11 or 12 years old, I remember uh, saying to my mum, like you do when you are a kid, oh, yeah. mum, what do you want me to be when I grow up? Yeah. And she said to me, I want you to be confident. Yeah. I want you to be confident in who you are and who God has called you to be. Sure. And I think because of that, and probably lots of other environmental factors, my personality, you know, the Holy Spirit working in me, mm. I think that I'm aware of my weaknesses and sometimes I face real difficult times of mm. working through them and uh, with other people or on my own no. or with God. But actually, um, that whole sense of, actually, I know what my strengths are and pushing mm. into them. And I think also I'm a, I'm a huge optimist as well. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm quite optimistic in the way I view myself, you know. Yeah.
0: And, and, but I think that's a really good thing, though. Like it's, uh, I, I, Dave and I were chatting mm-hmm. when we were doing the podcast about... Um, in scotland there's this tall poppy syndrome mm. that you can't you can't really say how mm. great you are because mm. everyone will cut you mm. down and mm. things but i don't think that's arrogance if you are good at something mm. it's good to celebrate it it's good to say this yeah. is it something yeah. i am strong and gifted that yeah. and and mm. it's
1: within that it's recognizing uh where you're good at stuff and where god has actually worked in you to make you good yeah. at stuff um and also where actually you're only good at stuff because of a whole load of other people yeah. um, around you as well, uh, but not being afraid Okay, yeah, I can do this all right. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I often, it's really interesting when I preach, is that usually when I um, preach, I, I feel a bit rubbish about my talk beforehand, sure. and and I, I I've, in everything that I do, up front particularly. I am, um, I always feel a bit like, oh, this is a bit rubbish, I am a bit rubbish, and I, and I think that's God working me because at that moment, I just give it all over to God and yeah. I say, you know, actually in my weakness, you are strong, mm-hmm. and that's what it's all about at the end yeah. of the day. It's not about me, uh, my leadership, my preaching, my ability mm. to train people, whatever it is, it's actually all about pointing people to Jesus.
0: Yeah, that's it. we're just mm-hmm. big signposts. Absolutely. Some of us are bigger signposts than other people Granted, yeah, but... <laughs> How you, and how do you, um, so you, you spoke a little bit about how you, um, how you lead mm. and how has that developed here at G? Mm. So you've been here for four mm. years, mm. enough time to get your feet under the mm-hmm. table, make mm-hmm. some changes. Mm-hmm. And what does leadership look like for you in this place?
1: Um, okay, so one of the things that I'm really passionate about is growing other leaders, mm-hmm. actually. And I have been for quite some time in other uh, ministries that I've done. Um, and so I love investing in other people's leadership. So whether that is through uh, training our Connect Group leaders, mm-hmm. our sort of small group leaders, um, and really investing them on multiple different levels, sort of mm-hmm. spiritually, emotionally, leadership skills, yep. all that sort of thing. But also learning from them, because we mm-hmm. have some amazing leaders in mm-hmm. this place as well. And sharing, yep. doing that sort of shared knowledge, shared, shared experience. Uh, but sort of growing leaders together. And then I've just done a, a few other things uh, where I've gathered together all the leaders at P's and, G's and we and we do this thing called core leadership training mm. where we, we, again, we grow together under the vision and strategy of this church yeah. um, as leaders. Um, and then also one thing that um, is quite new is that, um, again, I've identified um, a whole load of younger leaders who were already leading in their ministries mm. um, doing their day-to-day jobs, Mm -hmm. doing life, um, and actually taking, uh, I'm just doing a pilot program with 12 of them, taking them on a journey um, to really explore um, more of who they are, Mm -hmm. how they lead themselves, how they lead others, um, how they grow as disciples of Jesus, because that's all interlinked Mm -hmm. as well. So that's, I'm really passionate about that. Uh, So I've really enjoyed um, investing particularly Mm -hmm. in that sort of area. And then in the sort of whole life discipleship thing, which is really important here mm-hmm. at P's and G's. And, and so I lead on that in various ways mm-hmm. uh, across the board as yeah.
0: well. So I'm seeing that there's like, mm-hmm. a, it's very multifaceted and mm-hmm. that what you're doing there is like different levels, different. And what do you think are, so you're talking about young leaders mm-hmm. and I'm o- this is my passion, mm-hmm. a, as we mm-hmm. both know that mm-hmm. I love seeing and developing young leaders and stuff. What are the key characteristics that you're looking for? So I've just been reading a paper on this, so I'd be quite interested to know your thing. Well, I might, yeah, I'll definitely score you. I haven't
1: had any pre-thought on this. Okay, Okay. I'll have a go off to my head. So I think characteristics of a good leader. I think um, integrity, Mm. absolutely. Um, Integrity of words and character. Yeah. Um, So therefore character is Mm. really important. Um, a calling to leadership. Yeah. Um, however, whatever that looks like, you know, and people have a calling in different mm. ways, uh, but some sort of, you know, I, I believe that God has put mm-hmm. this on my heart to lead in this yeah. area. It's not just a fancy I'm going to go. Either. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else is important? I think some um, emotional resilience, mm-hmm. uh, which again is something we learn and grow with all yeah. the time, um, and competence. Um, so you've got to have that intention with everything else because actually you know if you can't actually do a half decent job nobody's going to follow you in the first place we can learn and we can invest in growing in the thing Mm -hmm. our strengths and our weaknesses and in our skills and in ministry but actually you've got to have some level of competence to start with Mm. um and then there's something about there is something about personality in there yeah um and again it's that whole you know if you're a misery nobody's going to want to follow you or listen to you yeah. or, or learn by your example. So there is something about personality in there mm. as well. Um, and I think in, in church leadership as well, people who are just committed, mm. there's lots of C's there. Do yeah, you know, it like Yeah, uh, It's almost so like you're writing a paper. I know, I yeah. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that commitment to the community of Christ, mm. the church, uh, that commitment to other people, that commitment to Jesus mm. themselves, and that commitment to continue to grow and learn as a disciple, as a minister, as a leader. Mm.
0: Yeah, I think that. I, I think all of those things are key attributes. aren't did I get I?
1: How many marks out of
0: 10 did I get? You, you covered just a bit. I'll give you eight. Okay, um, but, uh, okay. no, but I just thought, um, I, I just think it's really insightful. But I think we all look for the same things, mm. regardless of whether you're looking for a great leader for church mm. or you're mm. looking for a great leader for your business yeah. or whatever. You know, we want good character. We mm. want integrity. Mm. You know, we want people that can deliver well, finish mm. well. But also something that's going to fit in your team. Yeah, So absolutely. what the paper I was reading uh, yeah. is by Simon Sinek. Yeah, yeah. And he's talking about leadership, and uh, they were talking about um the Navy SEALs boot camp training, mm-hmm. and they can identify the people that mm. you know they want and stuff. But they would quite often take a lesser quality mm-hmm. leader who have a better personality, absolutely. Because actually. Yeah. If that creates a better harmony within the team, it will be more successful in the outcome. And even yeah.
1: when we appoint here, because I'm not involved in lots of the recruitment mm. and things that we do here on the staff team, is that, you know, actually that sort of character and personality and fit with our team yeah. is absolutely vital.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They, they identified that one, one toxic leader mm. or one toxic person within mm. that mix could actually ruin the whole bring down the whole thing almost mm-hmm. because there would just be so much issues do you yeah, know yeah. and it's so hard to win that leadership capital yeah. back yeah. very very interesting actually and where um where do you so you're a senior leader, mm-hmm, associate mm-hmm. rector, mm-hmm. or whatever. I love that title, by the just way. Call sounds me, like
1: part of the senior leadership. Team it sounds like a
0: high. It sounds like school. Like yeah, I directed at school, I you know. know. Um, and I didn't listen to them either. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I just find it like really interesting when you get to a certain mm-hmm. level, people expect mm-hmm. you to have answers. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So where do you get your answers from? <laughs> who, are, who are the people that you look towards? Where are you I reading? Look? Yeah. I don't know whether I don't
1: know whether looking for answers is this is the right. Sort of um, analogy, almost, because mm. I, I, you know, I, I look for answers in all sorts of different yeah. places. Looking for, to, knowledge, it, for knowledge, so look for knowledge or help, or, yeah, yeah, you know, all that sort of stuff. I think I've always had a whole series of people, mentors, mm-hmm. friends, that uh, it's not one person. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it's, it's a whole load of people, some of whom have journeyed with me for quite some time. Yeah. Um, so I've got somebody who was at the start of my journey when I first mm. felt called to ordination and I actually yeah. went and worked in a church youth worker for a bit Sure. and, uh, and, and they've been quite a sort of spiritual mentor on that journey. Mm. And we've sort of journeyed together for like 20 odd years. Yeah. Um, you know, different ch- church leaders that I've worked with. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got some really amazing friends who mm-hmm. I've, again, I've been really good friends with for like 20 years. Yeah. Who know me really well, who can go, oh, stop being such an idiot. Or I mm-hmm. can say, um, can you pray about this? Yeah. Or what would you do about this? Bounce off ideas. Mm-hmm. So, again, there's just friends. They're not church leaders. They do all sorts mm-hmm. of different jobs, but who, um, you know, we've, I've journeyed with. Mm-hmm. And then at different times again i have had different um sort of mentors sort of coach mentors Mm. and things like that um and then here in edinburgh again i have some really good friends to to do the sort of knowledge ideas Mm. leadership with and our senior team here Mm. you know i work with paul and dave and we get on really well and you know each of them have different things to throw Mm. into the to the mix as well and and i think because dave and i have worked together now for four years um, we just sort of we know how each other works, yeah, and and we sort of understand each other and leadership and ministry here mm. and can sort of feed into each other quite a lot, mm. uh, which is which is great. So I don't know if that answers the question. It's a whole stack of different people, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. and also I love going to like to hear other people. So whether mm. it's you know reading a Simon Simon mm. book, like you said. Or listening to a podcast, mm. or going to a conference, or being mm. part of a learning community, having that those other voices that yeah. are much wider than my personal people mm-hmm. is really important. Yeah,
0: no, I, I think, think I think I'm in exactly the same boat. Mm-hmm. There's lots of lots of people, lots of influences mm-hmm. that I have from, and it tends to be people you've walked with a long yeah, time, yeah. Um, but also you know it is that. Podcast yeah. and reading books and yeah, you know like how do you keep yourself yeah. topped up? I how love that sort of freshness. I'm like
1: Oh, that's such a brilliant idea. I never thought about that before. You know? Totally, yeah, um, yeah. And it's
0: always like yeah. I, I, have been reading Simon Sinek a little bit recently, and and he's fascinating yeah. because yeah, yeah, he yeah, yeah. he's yeah. really got some really good insight, yeah. you know. Yeah. And people have described him as a futurologist and all yeah, this, and you're like, yeah, yeah. he's yeah. actually just somebody who sees what's going on, you yeah. know. He's a modern-day yeah. prophet, really. You know, it's it is it's fascinating. And how does um so you take all that stuff Mm. you take all your Mm. your life your journey ordination all Mm. that stuff Mm. how do you um how do you then take that and then invest it in other people what's your Mm. what's your like your key way of doing that do you think
1: um i love one-to-one stuff okay um and as you know because i do it with laura yeah um and just yeah. sort of taking people we need to speak about a hard by the way okay, i tell you there's so much character. to go on yeah 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 <laughs> um but you know it, just meeting people where they're at and mm. just going on a journey together and chatting things through and giving people little things to go off and try yeah. and then us coming back together and chatting so i love that one-to-one mm. mentoring uh, but I've only got so much capacity to do so many people at any time. So I usually have about four people on the go yeah. that I mentor. Um, and I tend to do it, I, d- I do end up tending to do that with women mm-hmm. leaders, Yeah. Um, which is fine. I just don't think there are many women who invest in other women. So I quite enjoy doing that. Yeah. Um, but then also doing it up front as well. So I, um, things that like I teach on the Arrow mm. uh, leadership course sure. um, yeah. as well. and. Uh, teacher module on that which and again that's a complete different scale that's a Mm. bunch of people I don't know and I love doing that as well or just do running sessions here at Mm. B's and G's or elsewhere Mm. Um, so I think just at different levels really Uh, from one to one to uh, yeah.
0: bigger groups. Yeah, and it is, and and I think that's the that's mm. part of being a leader, isn't it? Mm. That we w- you lead in lots of different mm. ways. Mm. You know, not just mm. not just in one specific mm. way. You tend mm. to be quite mm. diverse, especially within church. Mm. Yeah, you know?
1: yeah, you've got to be a, a bit of everything and super flexible. Yeah, and I yeah. quite like that. I get bored really quickly, so I quite like that. Right? Yeah, it's I, really I am exactly team. the same. Yeah, yeah, keep it changing.
0: <laughs> you know? It's all good. Yeah. Anyway, Libby, we're probably coming to the end of our yeah. time. Can I ask you one final question? Okay. If you had to give Laura one piece of inspirational leadership advice that she could take with her to the bank forever, what would that be?
1: Get to know who you are. Find out who you are
0: Mm.
1: in terms of your personality, your character, who Jesus is made to be, what your spiritual gifts are. And then be confident in those things Mm -hmm. to go and lead in the way that god has made you
0: boom i love that i might get that on a t-shirt yeah it was a bit long for a t-shirt yeah it's okay i've got a big Uh (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt libby thank you so much it's always good to hang out and just hear what's going on and uh yeah we're praying for you pal thank you cheers thank you bye